This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Economists have their eye on a profitable year for the beef industry. While the shopping patterns of the coronavirus pandemic may have set a high bar for consumer expenditures and per capita consumption, experts at Cattlefax say there's still money to be made this year. Kevin Good with Cattlefax says per capita meat consumption is expected a little lower this year, but pork and chicken will absorb most of the decline. It would suggest about a three pound per capita decline. Of that, roughly about two pounds of that per capita decline would be on pork, and about one pound would be on poultry. And again, beef would be relatively flat. And so that is price supportive as you think about all the proteins as we go forward in here, that we've got a supply situation that really is different from a trend standpoint than we've had, as you can see in this graph and illustrate, since 2014, 2015. He says growth of trade and a decline in imports will also mean good things for the American producer. From a trade balance standpoint, we feel like that exports will be up 5%, primarily into the Asian economies. We think that imports will be down 5%, led by less product coming in from Australia. That's a 10% swing. And so let's remember, what's a 10% swing on a 3 billion pound market? That basically is 300 million pounds. I just mentioned that we thought production is going to be up 500 million. Balance of trade is going to eat up more than half of that, isn't it? Overall, Cattlefax expects higher live cattle prices and room for profit across the various sectors of the beef supply chain. A critical Senate committee began exploring infrastructure legislation priorities today. AgriPulse's Ben Nolley has more. Senate Democrats say the U.S. should prioritize funding electric vehicle charging stations in a future infrastructure bill to not fall behind progress of other foreign countries. Environment and Public Works Committee Chair Tom Carper says this includes getting ahead of China and countries in Europe. Ford Motor Company apparently has recently announced that all of the cars that they sell in Europe will be electric by, I think, by 2030. Yet the market forecasts predict that the EV share of new car sales in the U.S. will lag in comparison with uh, Europe and China. And I'm concerned that if the U.S. lags on EV policy, investments in manufacturing will flow to other parts of the world. Biofuel supporters have voiced concern with a heavy emphasis on electric vehicle infrastructure. They say it could endanger the use of all liquid transportation fuels, including ethanol and biodiesel. Republican ranking member Shelley Moore Capito says high-speed internet will also be critical to supporting future innovations. For example, removing impediments to constructing reliable high-speed broadband across the country in concert with our road projects. We cannot afford to delay the benefits to states and communities that come from these projects. We should be forward-leaning in tackling the transportation needs not just of today, but those needs of tomorrow. Both Carper and Capito agreed improving infrastructure should remain a bipartisan priority and hope to complete a surface transportation reauthorization bill by the end of May. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. A resolution to a Mexican trade dispute will have to wait a little longer. The American potato industry was hoping Mexico's Supreme Court would allow for expanded imports at a hearing this week, but a judge asked for a delay, and U.S. growers are concerned. The case could be decided as soon as next week. Bill Thompson has more in his story on agripulse.com. Finally today, the path to confirmation for Deb Holland to be the next Interior Secretary just got a little easier. 
Some Senate Republicans have been pushing against her nomination over comments about energy production on public lands, but West Virginia Democrat Joe Manchin said today he would support her nomination. In addition to chairing a committee of jurisdiction, Manchin also is a key swing vote for Democratic priorities. Montana Democrat John Tester also says he plans to support the New Mexico Congresswoman, who would be the first Native American secretary in the history of the Interior Department. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. In 2020, the Farm Bureau family gave $5.4 million and 1.4 million pounds of food to food banks, food pantries, and pandemic relief programs while growing food that feeds America. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.